Yeah, so this is we decided to have a little chat about five secrets to fat loss, didn't we? And how to we keep have. disciplined. Yeah. And I think this is quite relevant because we thought it's really interesting that we both come from competing in different federations. I don't think you've done the same federation as me. No, we both no. Done so totally ways, different yeah. backgrounds. So we're kind of going to link this to to people who just want to lose weight because whether you want to burn fat or whether you're losing weight or whether you're heading towards an event the same things kind of come into it doesn't it Lucy definitely yeah and I think like from our background in competing we've learned how important having structure and discipline is to a plan when your goal is fat loss and I think sometimes when I have clients that come to me for fat loss as their goal they don't have a lot of um, the basics in place to achieve their goals so this yeah. is kind of what in my, these are things that we've discussed, haven't we, that are the basic sort of things that everyone should be considering if their goal is fat loss. Yeah, definitely. And that is huge, actually, because if you like on a recruitment process, when we're looking to train individuals, sometimes these secrets, what we're going to reveal today, we can kind of see them at the beginning stages, can't we, if they haven't quite done these. So it's up to, up to us as coaches to really make them make sure they got all these in place. So I'll be really interested when we go through these five points, we can kind of relate this to our being on stage, if you like, but also relate it to our clients. That'd be really good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Shall I start with point number one? Point number one. Let's go, yeah. Nathan. So num- <laughs> number one is the most important bit, I think, and that is having a clear goal, isn't it? Yeah. So I think sometimes um, there can be problems with that for a few reasons um, when a client approaches me they haven't necessarily thought what their end goal is um, so they they know that they for example want to lose body fat and they want to look differently but they haven't actually structured out a sensible approach to what that actually is going to look like and is their goal even realistic so, yeah. so I think because I compete and or you compete as well sometimes people think that possibly in a few weeks time they might be able to to look like that but haven't yeah. thought about the process or um they unfortunately social media now like Instagram and Facebook people are so used to seeing a lot of images of fitness models celebrities that look in fantastic shape yeah. and they don't necessarily know that how they're going to get there or if they even can get there realistically yeah certainly with the time frame they may have set out and yeah. also what's always interesting is when you start chatting to them about their goal it's not specific enough they just sometimes you speak to them and they go oh, I want to lose weight and that's great but how much weight do you want to lose what, what do you want to look like how do you want to feel how much do you want to have more energy these are things which you really need to know from day one and really important get them goals down get them set out so you've got something to start with, isn't it? Yeah, because if, it, if it's a never-ending goal, like if your goal is just that you want to lose some body weight and some body fat, then it's not going to be something that you're really focused on if you don't have time frames on it. So with my clients, I certainly like to give them um, a target for the next eight weeks. And then from there, if they've achieved that target, then give them a little bit longer after that and then if someone say got an event coming up that's always a really good goal yeah. because it actually puts a time frame on that they're working towards but I think from when we've competed our goal has always been the day that we 
step on stage, isn't yeah, it? So yeah. we know that we've got to work really, really hard up until that point and give it our all. And then post competition, we can, as long as we've got not got another competition, then we can relax. But when I, I normally, I don't know how long you give yourself when you've prepped for a competition, but for me, it's normally been at least 20 weeks. So yeah, from, from week zero to week 20, I am just tunnel vision yeah. focused on on that competition because and and really the reason why obviously I don't want to stand on stage and and not look in my best possible shape yeah um, and so that that's always been why I'm so focused on when I've been competing yeah definitely and it's interesting when you say that because I had a bit of a um, conflict myself when I first got into doing sort of fitness helping people because obviously there was a lot of pictures out there, this before and after where people lost lots of weight in short term and all that. And so it was a bit of this quick fix one out there at one point where they're going to look amazing in, you know, three weeks, four weeks, and there's all these crash diets. So I kind of fell down that route at the beginning when I first got into sort of coaching and over time of getting more experience, I kind of put my stamp on it that, you know, I try to put across to them and have these meetings. Look, you might get there fast, but the chance of it lasting isn't going to happen. So very often, if you do things steadily, you'll get there definitely. So I like that yeah. fast, but won't last steadily, but definitely. So I quite no, like absolutely. that one. I like, I do like that as well. I like also like saying it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Um, because I think when, when people have had success on other plans where they've seen results very, very quickly, usually when they're then now coming to us, it's because they haven't sustained mm. those those results and this is when people end up constantly yo-yoing and putting on weight losing weight putting on weight losing weight and our goal I think as coaches and as, as trainers needs to be to get people into a complete lifestyle change where their habits and um, consistency is sustainable you know forever for the rest of their for the rest of their life yeah, um, exactly. so that their goal they're, they're not constantly fluctuating and they they're on a happy path um mm. yeah from the moment that they come to us and for the rest of their life is is the ultimate goal isn't it yeah it definitely and although when we have a goal in place where we're hitting on stage that doesn't mean all the other time we're not doing anything it's just obviously that's our goal at that point but very often we've got other sort of plans what we tend to follow even we're not competing there's some yeah. sort of plan. It, yeah. There's like an off-season plan, if you like. Of you know, course, there's so yeah. Many ones. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. Actually, I get people saying, "Um, also, when are you training again?" And I'm like, "No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm always training. I just am not necessarily dieting for a competition right yeah. now." So, so because they see, I guess, you know, they see us changing how we're looking. There's competition lean. There's approaching competition lean, and then there's the looking. Hopefully pretty good the rest of the time yeah but, but not like we're about to step on stage and I think that's when people think that for us to be looking like that we must be doing something differently and it, yeah. it's not necessarily that we're training any differently it's just that we're gradually um yeah. reducing our food intake yeah. in order to look how we need to look on stage exactly which leads on to number two nicely actually because yeah. the reason why we go for this being a certain way on stage is because the why is strong. And that's number two is, yeah, that's great having a goal, but without that strong why you're doing it, again, it may fizzle out because it's just it just doesn't mean that much to you. You haven't got it clear enough. And obviously, yeah. I think yeah, I had a conversation with someone the other week and 
he chose to go cold turkey when he does show me. I gradually like to taper it to a point. Then I almost go cold turkey, as in be stricter. And that's both of us do that. And the reason is because the why. We want to look a certain way on stage. We want to inspire. For some people, it might be to get the trophy. For me these days, it wouldn't be because of the trophy. But certainly when I won Beachbody in 2015, that was my goal. I wanted to win. So that was like an added why, you know, for me. Yeah, I think, um, again, if someone's why is not strong enough, then like you say, then they're not going to really be focused entirely on on achieving it. And that's when people can start slacking with their nutrition and, and start slacking with their training a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, I think when I competed, um, particularly the, the year that I um, got my WMBF Pro card, was like, it was in 2014, and I was so, so, so determined and focused on um, my desire to win that competition that it pushed me through every single training session. Every time I had to weigh and measure every single bit of food, every bit of cardio that I did, it was just all because of my strong desire to get to America to compete in um, yeah. Boston that year and, yeah, and, to, and to win the UK show. Um, yeah. I wanted it so, 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 so badly that, yeah, my whole, every, everything for like a good, at least six months of my, of my life that year was just solely, solely focused on that. Yeah, exactly. And I spoke, I, there's been some clients who's come to me and I knew it was the right time for them because they would have a situation where they've, they've had a, some sort of shock of some sort of way with health. They went to the doctor and the doctor said to them, right, you need to cut back on your calories. You need to eat better. You know, you, you're on a border of being type two diabetes or whatever. So that could be someone's why. Other ways could be that they've got unfit and they were playing outside with their the little one, and they realised actually they can't keep up with him. And he's and the little one. Let's just say in this case, his name's Ted. Ted's <laughs> turned around to his dad and went, "Dad, why are you so fat and unfit?" You know. So for him, he was like, I don't want to feel that way. I want to be inspirational. So it could be so many different whys. Yeah. It's not necessarily like for us as being on stage. And this is why we wanted to do this, because we're trying to make it clear that just because we're on stage, in some ways, it doesn't make any difference to someone who's not going on stage. No, definitely. You can always apply the same principles um, to both, can't you, to, to, to normal life and to our life when we were competing. Um, and yeah, I think when it's particularly when it comes to nutrition, um, I've got some clients that I will have been training with, doing sessions with for a long, 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 long time before they actually want to then focus on their nutrition. Like it, it, the desire has got to be strong enough for both, hasn't it? So that it's one thing to be having a, to be tra having a training plan and be focused on that, and then focusing on nutrition can be a, a whole another thing um, and yeah. but when someone becomes ready to do both it is normally that their their reason why has become strong enough yeah definitely goes on to number three and i kind of think you start when you've got these other two things in place this number three will naturally start coming into play but sometimes you need a bit of guide and know-how with this and that is having a clear plan in place yeah. now what's realistic to you is it every day of the week you want to train is it a few days a week what is it you know what type of job role have you, have you busy at work 
Have you got little ones? So you want to structure your plan, which is not only going to be realistic short term, but you can actually see yourself doing it long term. That's the key. Because ask yourself a question. What I see a lot, and I don't know if you find this, but normal circumstances in January, you get all these people joining the gym. And I remember there's always one person I see running on a treadmill. And they run on the treadmill every day, and I see them, like, for two hours on this treadmill. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, right, well, okay, how long is that going to last? Anyway, I can see in their body language, by day 10 in January, they're starting to get a bit fed up. And then, surprise, surprise, gets to the two-week mark, I don't see them in the gym again. And that's been, that's been because they probably hadn't, haven't had a realistic plan. They haven't got the know-how exactly what they want to do. And they've lost momentum. Because yeah. of these other factors. Has there been scenarios what you've known where someone may have not had a plan, they've just went in 100%? Yeah, I think I think a lot of people do that, don't they? They 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 think that they've got to be in the gym every day, and then as soon as they're not in the gym every day, they get a bit disappointed with themselves. And then as soon as they get disappointed with themselves, they then think, oh, well, why am I even bothering? And, um, yeah, the motivation soon, soon Is goes. And I think I think like if I would look even look at myself like years ago when I first ever joined a gym, I was exactly the same. Like I gave up on gym memberships at least twice before I actually then became interested and and carried it going and then ended up with a career in fitness. Like yeah. I I was in my late twenties when I actually um made the decision to change my job and become a PT but yeah. before that I was that person that used to come into the gym it was a massive struggle first of all to get there in the first place like I'd be like you know go better go and I, I didn't particularly want to go and then I, I did go and I just kind of look around a bit do a bit of that do a bit of that do a bit of what I knew how to do because no yeah. one had showed me I didn't I didn't at this time in my life have a clue what a squat was or a deadlift I didn't know anything I didn't know how to use half the machines even like turning on a treadmill was a little bit daunting in case yeah. I did it wrong and fell off the back of it so yeah you, I think in approaching someone and 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 learning from someone that does actually know how is yeah. really sensible early on and that took me years like years yeah. and years and years before I had a coach and before I became a coach and I spent an awful lot of time wasting my time when I was training and when I was going in the gym so mm. I think the sooner someone can take advice of someone that is a professional in it I, yeah. I, I if I could go back 20 odd years I would definitely be doing that yeah um, and that's number four, actually, accountability. And as you can see, it's naturally flowing nicely. It and that's is. why I can relate to that as well, that accountability. Certainly when I was going on stage, like in 2013 on my first show, I did it all myself. Yeah. And I remember how I, I remember I lost so much muscle yeah. because I didn't have that, not only that accountability, which is really important, but the right advice, you know, I was just looking on, I was Googling stuff, uh, what fitness models did. And I was looking at all this type of research out there and I completely went too far with it really with the diet. Yes. I got super lean, but it doesn't mean I was, I looked very good for it. You know, I was really, I think I got below 5% body fat yeah. in 2013. I had yeah. a skinhead because of life change. I had a bit of a Britney moment, I had a skinhead <laughs> and hit the stage, you know, and I just think, like you said, Dave, if I only had that accountability and that guidance in 2013, yeah. maybe I would have done a bit better. I mean, I loved it, just the fact that I got on that stage. 
But still in my head, I think if only I just had that person who I could rely on to say, yeah. no, you should be doing this. No, absolutely. And I think um, like I, I was a complete when I first did get into fitness, even when I was qualified in fitness, I still um, wasn't the best at, at listening to good advice. And I when I first got into fitness, I was a massive cardio bunny. I spent hours um, teaching an awful lot of classes um just yeah pure, all my exercise was cardio based and again if I know what I know now about the benefits of strength training and and the sort of training that I do now and that I do with my clients now again I think I, I would have um yeah wasted a lot less time and I probably would have competed a lot earlier like I was in my I must have been in my early 30s when I first stepped on stage yes yeah, um yeah and and yeah, I, I if I'd only again known what I know now, how how things would have been very different. I knew very little about nutrition. I knew very little about training, um, and that's why I think if people can seek out the right guidance, um, they will get the results so much quicker. Yeah. And checking in with someone like like my clients, like checking with me if, if they're on a, on one of my eight week shred programs, and checking with me every week. And I, if they're not checking in, I want to know why, like, you know, what's going on, what's happening, what, what are you up to? And, and just having that little bit of pressure makes you makes you stay on track, I think. Yeah, it? definitely. I can see there's some people watching, which is fantastic. But by all means, leave some comments. Let us know. Ask us any question you want. That'd be great to hear from you. And um, yeah, like you said there, also with the accountability and yeah. that guidance, the other important thing which does come into this, which is number five. And that is making your sessions fun and making whatever you're doing as fun and as, as enjoyable as you possibly yeah. can. It's so important, isn't it? Well, well like you said, that the, the typical sort of January gym joiner that gets on a treadmill and spends hours and then by day 10, like, you know, you can see that they're losing interest. And then by day 11, they're not back in the gym again. Like, you've got to enjoy your training. I always think... Um, any form of training, no matter what it is, is better than no training. Mm. Yes, there's going to be better types of training per person to person. Um, and we would, I'm sure, give guidance on that yeah. as trainers but um, and give best advice. But um, you've got to enjoy what you're doing. And I, I love the type of training I'm doing now, the, like the live classes and stuff that I'm yeah. doing with my team like that they are so much fun and we've got a little community and everyone enjoys seeing each other and chatting to each other at the start of classes and and that makes it fun and that makes you want to show up um yeah. it's like training with a having a gym buddy to train with isn't it or a running yeah. partner it always makes the exercise so much easier so mm. if you if you can make it fun then 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 do it you know it's yeah. going to be a lot easier it's quite can be very soul destroying can't it in the last few weeks of the competition prep when you're dragging yourself um through sessions because you're very low on energy and all the rest of it so we know like how more than anyone probably in that respect like from competing how nice it is if someone comes over to you and says oh do you want me to train with you and you're like yes I yeah. do <laughs> it's gonna make the session go so much quicker and it'll help me get through it yeah and it's going back to that number four that accountability if you are in a community you're giving each other accountability as well so that's that's the other winner with someone like that isn't it absolutely yeah and I, I you're probably the same as me but I if I don't see someone um on one of my classes I'll be asking them why yeah. <laughs> like and, and I, I notice if they're not there and um yeah you miss people as well and um yeah 
I think, again, accountability is so important to have someone that's, that's making sure that you still rock up even because everyone's going to lack motivation from time to time, aren't they? And you're not going to feel 100 percent every single day. And you're not there's going to be days when you don't want to train and you don't want to um, follow your diet plan um, and whatever it might be. But if, if you're accountable to someone, then that that, yeah. that will help you on those darker days, shall we yeah. say. As well as the, like I said, what we discussed today was the five secrets of fat loss and how to keep discipline. So I'm going to run through the five very quickly again. Number one, having a goal in place. Number two. Yeah, check. (laughs) Check. (laughs) Make sure you have your why. Make it clear enough. Make sure it's strong enough that you, that why is so important. And number three, having a plan. What's your process? Is it realistic? Number four, accountability, having someone as a guide, having that community. These things are so important. And then number five is the last but not least is to make sure you make it fun and enjoyable. I remember what you were saying on that third point when you before you got into it, it wasn't that enjoyable for you with the selection you had. So that's so important to keep all these five things will keep you disciplined and most importantly, get your result. And yeah, the reason why Lucy and I is connected is because we're both a part of Classify and we both do classes online mm. at the moment. So, and it's nice to have you as a guest. Thank you very and much. Is there anything else you want to add today? No, I think if, if you are in any way sort of listening to what we're saying and it's sort of resonating with you that maybe you don't have a goal, maybe you don't have a plan, maybe you do want to be part of something fun, and then definitely come and give our classes a try. Everyone gets a seven-day free trial, so you may yes. as well. It'd be great to hear from you, and let me know what sort of stuff you'd like us to talk about in the future. Thank you. Bye, guys.